And it's like, do we want to do this? Do I want to do this? Do I want to go on this trip? Or do I want to say yes to this commitment, this request? Well, if it's a hell, yeah, sure. And you've got, you know, wiggle room there to, to make those changes. If it's not so compelling, then why say yes to it? You've already outlined the things that are important to you, the, the commitments that you don't want to fall short on. They're already there. Yeah. So you can stick to it. Well, and I think as important as seeing the time that you do have committed to things that you do want to do is that shows you the open time that you have. And a lot of the times, like I'm looking for that open time, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love, especially the big stuff, like the things that are important to me, the things I want to commit to the trips, the events, like all this great stuff. I'm happy to commit to those things and block them off. Mm -hmm. But I also want to know that my year isn't just like this, you know, Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole. And welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone. And two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Kate. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yes. I feel like we have so much to catch up on because the last three episodes that we recorded um, our last session together, we were like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> we didn't do any free chat. <laughs> that was a fun little marathon. Yay us. I was very impressed with how we, we managed to do that. Three conversations. Three episodes in one go. Yeah. We can talk our faces off, right? It's no surprise. Oh my gosh. Can we ever? We had trouble starting this recording because we wouldn't be quiet. Rain it in. <laughs> Rain ourselves in. And you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, this all goes back to the episode that I'm pretty sure comes out. No. Did Barbie just come out? Barbie just, Barbie came, just out. came out. That was the conversation that derailed us. Remember? <laughs> we talked so long about Barbie that we didn't get to record our other episode. And that's when we were like, we're going to have to find a time when we can like catch up. That was intense. Intense in a yeah. good way, for sure. In a great way. But that was yeah. like, I don't think I have another conversation in me right now. I got to go away <laughs> and think. Both of us were spent by the end of it, but I really hope that those friends who are tuning in now have tuned in to the Barbie episode by now. Nicole and I just shared kind of our take on the film, what we thought about it, what we took away from it, just different thoughts and ideas that were swimming around in our head, still swimming around in our head. So hopefully you were able to tune into that and enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Okay, so Nicole, you had a birthday recently. I mean, by the time this goes live, it's going to be ages ago, but happy birthday. Thank you. Yes. And we never got to celebrate you on the podcast. So special birthday shout out to you. And I want to hear and I know our friends want to hear too about your birthday weekend. Tell us what you did. Oh, it was a great one this year bit different went away and stayed with some friends um up the coast and my friend she's an amazing chef and she baked me a three-layered cake 
Yeah. Three tears. Uh-huh. It was so beautiful. And I watched the whole process too. There's something about when I go and stay with her and her family, her husband and two kids, it's mesmerizing and relaxing and almost meditative to watch her prepare food. And I got to experience her making my cake which was like so, so beautiful. So that was, that was really special. You had on your Instagram the, what do you call that? Uh, time-lapse. A time-lapse. Of lapse. her making it, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember. And, and I was so impressed too. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this woman is an artist. Like, yes. <laughs> It looks so like one cool. of those cakes that are in, you know, restaurants and you can totally. buy with the edible flowers. It was just so gorgeous and it, it was delicious too. It didn't just look mm, good. It was it so yummy. It. Yeah. <laughs> so we went out for a beautiful lunch as well with the, with the fam and it was just a lovely relaxing time. I had a really nice And birthday. you had nice weather. This was on the Gold Coast, right? No, it was actually further up north, further north from the Gold Coast, uh, a city called Noosa. Okay. It's a mm. very beautiful part of the coast. Oh, I feel relaxed just hearing about it. (laughs) So relaxing. As soon as you just hit that, that part of the coast, it just automatically, you just start to take things down a few extra notches instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good thing that you kind of had that R&R weekend because you've been pretty much nonstop ever since, right? That's right. Right after that weekend, we hit a mastermind two conferences, three networking events, all in the span of one week and travel back to Sydney for one of those events and one of those networking events. So I'm so glad I had that weekend because I, yeah, it was pretty intense the following week, but it was great. So much fun. The mastermind and all the events went well. So good. Omar was amazing on stage. Um, He did such a great job. And we met all these wonderful people uh, at both these marketing conferences. Awesome crowd. Got to catch up with other entrepreneurs that we hadn't seen in a long time. So, yeah, it was a a jam-packed week, but super fun. Awesome. Well, you're going to need another R&R weekend to, like, close yourself out now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, speaking of calendars and events and having a lot going on. I'm very excited for today's episode. We were saying beforehand that this is a topic that both of us love because it has to do with scheduling and calendars and all that fun stuff. (laughs) Well, the things that we think are fun. (laughs) Today's topic is all about what Nicole has introduced me to. It's called the preloaded year. Nicole, you mentioned this idea to me a while back. I believe it was during our time audit episode, which for our friends, if you didn't tune into that episode 112 of the podcast, and after our recording, you showed me this beautiful template, a Google spreadsheet, and gave me a rundown of how this preloaded year works. And I absolutely love this idea, especially because we're coming up on a new year. Now, I know that it doesn't have to be a new year to implement something like this, and we're going to be talking about that throughout today's episode, but I'm so excited to have you break this down for us today. You're more familiar with it than me, but I am so on board and I can't wait to dive in for our friends as well. So since we love definitions so much, why don't we get a quick rundown from you of what, like, what is this? What is the preloaded year and how'd you learn about it? Oh, it's a game changing concept. And look, it came from, I guess, the business world. I do think 
listeners, friends, stay with us because it is quite game changing. It doesn't just apply to business. It applies to your personal life as well. The preloaded year, we're going to go down the attribution chain because it, it does have its origins. <laughs> Omer and I first learned about the preloaded year from Dan Martell, who was our SAS coach. So he runs a program called SAS Academy. Mm-hmm. Now, we learned from him that he learned it from his coach, a guy called Taki Moore. Now, Taki Moore mm-hmm. is the coach of coaches here in Australia. But get this, D- Dan learned that Taki actually learned it 10 years before he heard about it for the first time from a gentleman named Dale Beaumont. Now, you've probably heard <laughs> me talk about Dale before because Dale, I'm fortunate we can call him a friend. Uh, he introduced us to the charity bike ride Mm-hmm. that we're doing in Thailand. We're joining his business blueprint riders. He runs an amazing program here in in Australia called Business Blueprint. And so for about, I'd say 15 more plus years, this concept was has been spread around the entrepreneurial community and fans of it are big fans of it for, for good reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, just everyone that you're talking about, like you said, we're talking like very high level coaches, mastermind groups, business minds Mm -hmm. that have been running successful businesses for a really long time. And I'm all about learning these strategies that come from like such a foundational place of not like, uh, you know, this is a brand new thing because this brand new software came out and now let's everybody try it. And it's the big new thing. Like those things are sometimes great too. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm much more like, what did people do like 30 years ago when <laughs> things were easy <laughs> And yes. to me? Like, I think that's why this resonates with me so much because at its core, it's a very simple concept with like huge potential to help you so much. Exactly. And I think you said it right there with Dale or any of these people. I mean, Dale, I'll speak, uh, you know, for what I know about Dale, he leads a very highly integrated life, high quality life, gets to spend time with his family, gets to travel, continues to run a thriving business. And the reason I harp on this, it's because those things don't happen by accident. Right. Those things happen with intention. And like you said, it can be a very simple foundational thing that can allow for all of these things to then play out in your life. But it's not because the person's lucky. It's not because his kids are homeschooled and they get to travel. All of those things that happen get to happen because there is something lying beneath that that's foundational and that any of us can apply and can, you know, really, yeah, help you lead that life that has your, your work, your career, your business growth, all those goals, you know, taken care of family time, personal time, personal growth, all of those things can be integrated with this, with this concept. So I'm excited to talk about it with you because I know that you'll probably have some questions or, you know, just your hearing your feedback. Cause we, Omer and I have only been doing this for about, uh, I'd say four or five years now. Okay. Oh, well, Mm. that's a while. That's a good, that's a good clip. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. This is great for anyone who feels overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. who feels like, oh my goodness, why are these things just popping up on my calendar? I totally forgot about them. And now I feel like I'm scrambling Mm -hmm. who maybe says yes to too many things, Mm -hmm. which flash forward, we're going to be talking about how to say no in our next episode. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like the way that you kind of introduced this preloaded year to me and from what I've seen of it so far, this is an incredible way to give yourself a visual of what to expect. And you're planning ahead of time, you're slotting things in, 
I know that we're going to be getting deeper into this as we go through this episode, but talk to us about what this is. Like, this is a plan for your entire year, right? But the goal is that you're kind of filling it in in advance, not like, oh, next week I need all of a sudden need to be away for a week. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Right, exactly. So you preload all the things that you want to accomplish, critical or important to you at the end of say the year before so that the following year you get to the end of the year. And and like you said, it's not that you said, oh my gosh, why didn't that happen? Or we didn't get to take that vacation or we, we scheduled back to back trips and it was too hectic that all, you don't want that to happen after the fact, if you plan ahead and you load up this year and uh, we'll get into how you do that. It's actually quite simple. Um, You can get to the end of the year and say, well, if all of this, if we executed on all these things that we put into our calendar, into this preloaded year, this would be an amazing year. We had a really great Mm. year. And I say we, family, it can be done as an individual. It can be done as a family. Yeah. I think another thing that I really love about this concept is is it's kind of it's a lifestyle, right? It's not just like, oh, what are my business goals? It's not just what do I want to accomplish in my personal life? Like, this is a holistic view of vacations, of people visiting, weddings, birthdays, weddings. Yeah, exactly. Like all these things that we know when birthdays are, Mm -hmm. we know when our parents you know, celebrate birthdays. We know when anniversaries are, we know when big family vacations are, uh, we know when conferences are that we want to attend. We know about launches that we want to do in the business. We know about maybe we're working on a book and we have a book launch goal date, podcast goal, whatever it might be. Like if we just take the time to sit down and preload these things into this beautiful calendar, then how much weight could be lifted off your shoulders of not constantly trying to remember or think about what's coming up or what needs to happen. You have it all right there, which I think is one of the biggest benefits of having this. So let's talk about like how you would actually approach completing your preloaded year. So what you showed me was a Google spreadsheet. Is that typically the the format of it? Yes. So essentially it's a one pager where you have mm-hmm. the, the full year, January all the way to December on one page, a single page with each day of the month outlined all on one, one view. So it's not like you're yep. flicking through tabs of this is January, this is February, and you're flicking through different pages. No, it's all on one view. So the the, the template I shared with you, actually, we got from Will Wang, a friend of ours, but it's essentially it's the same idea. And the, the concept is, is it's the entire year is on one page. Okay. So it helps with the spreadsheet because obviously you've got cells for each of, each yep. of the days and the weeks. All right. So how do you go about completing it? So what we can go through is how would you complete this preloaded year? So the first thing that goes into the calendar are the most critical and important commitments first. So whether it's, let's say you're a business owner, what are the business critical, mission critical events, things that take place throughout the year that you can, you know, a non-negotiable, whether it's events, a speaking engagement, you know, for us, we run at a conference, OzCon, I'll give another example. We're doing the Thailand bike ride next year. That's going to happen. So we want to put that in there. If we've got trips happening, like for example, I know there's been a bit of a murmur with us girls meeting in Europe for our second girls trip. So I'm going to put that in there. Um, Oh my goodness. I sure hope so. (laughs) 
And then, of course, you'll put birthdays, anniversaries, all those commitments that you won't miss. Make sense? Okay, so big, big, important things going first. And to me, like, I guess you could do this in any number of ways. If I'm visualizing this Google spreadsheet, maybe I'm going to highlight those cells and make them for the Europe trip for the girls that like week or whatever Mm -hmm. we decide we're blocking off for that would maybe be like one color. And I would put in there girls in Europe or something like that. Exactly. Oh, we'll get to color coding because that's definitely one of the tips on how to do this. Um, So, right. So maybe travel. I'm getting getting so excited about it already. (laughs) As soon as you hit the color coding. (laughs) I'm I'm equally excited. Um, The second thing that you would put in there are revenue milestones. Now this applies to, to, you know, entrepreneurs or people running businesses, but if you have very key events that take place throughout the year that you need to hit in order for the rest of the year to be successful, pay, you know, pay your bills, pay your staff, all of those, you want to put those in. So if it's product launches, marketing launches, if you're doing any fundraising, if you're doing any workshops to bring in new members to your community, all of those things need to be in there. If there's a certain cadence that those things have to, you know, take place in certain times of the year, you need to put those in there, which is right. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a a semi-annual launch of your membership community or something, as an example, you would want to put those launches in. Mm -hmm. This also seems like for anyone who's maybe not running their own business, that maybe this could be like more a budgeting thing. Like maybe you could put in budget milestones or like savings milestones, like stuff like that. Just a thought. Yes. When people are coming up on bonuses, maybe, you know, perhaps. I think that's a, that's a good that's a good point. Or if you have like big expenditures that you know are coming up, that maybe that would be a good like you know heads up. <laughs> this yes. is the month that you're going to be paying your taxes or you know whatever it might be. That's a great one. And then you don't want to follow that up with a big blowout vacation right after. Right. <laughs> right. Why this calendar is so helpful. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, revenue milestones or mm-hmm. budgeting like things, mm-hmm. all those events that happen. And I mean, essentially what you're doing is by laying it out now, you're already setting up your plan. So you don't have to go back and revisit. And I think this is really important because one of the things that I think trips people up or, or you get to the end of the year and you've, you know, you end up saying, Oh, I didn't get to do that thing. I really wanted to do because I said yes to this other thing. It's because throughout the year, you're constantly revisiting this decision of, should we go on that trip? Oh, maybe we should do that getaway another time. You know, you're constantly revisiting that decision by not mm-hmm. front loading it, you know, a month before yeah. the year kicks off. Didn't, yeah. That that makes a that makes a lot of sense. I love that because there's so many times when, you know, you continue talking about like a, with a friend group, like, mm. oh, we've got to plan that trip, but nobody like puts it in the calendar. <laughs> yeah, or but if they you say, just let put me get it back to cal- you. Why let yeah. me get back to you? Like you would know if you can, if you are available, if, if a group of friends is suggesting let's, you know, go on that ski trip at that time, you would know if you can or you can't right then and there. Right, right. And I mean, this kind of takes me back to when we were planning Japan. I mean, and I know that we talked about this in a couple episodes here on the podcast of like, how did we start planning that? Mm-hmm. It was really like first and foremost about all of us just putting a date in the calendar. Like we didn't even know it was going to be Japan. We mm-hmm. just knew that like, this is the time of year that works for all of us. And that was like our starting point. So yeah, I, I love this tip. No, 
say yeah it's i a, love this step this <laughs> step and again it also will will come back to like the tips of like what happens when you actually zoom out you see you see your calendar mm-hmm. or color coded you can also see where you are in the world because i remember when we were looking at that japan trip there you know you can see well i'm not going to be somewhere across the other side of the world just a few days beforehand or i'm i am going to be in that region so i can schedule that that event that trip which would make it more efficient in terms of travel because I can see where I'm going to be in the world and I can line things up uh, accordingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So the idea is that you do this yourself and if you've got someone else, uh, a partner as well, they, they do the same thing and then you bring your calendars, you combine your calendars together, you decide, okay, what trips are we going to take together? What are some things that you know we want to achieve, whether it's one of you wants to do a course or one one of you has to you know dedicate some time or wants to take some time out in the year to achieve accomplish something you bring those together and essentially you're looking at your calendars a combined version of that where at least 75 percent of the year is covered Mm -hmm. yeah i like that because i I know for john and i we take a lot of trips alone like i'll go back to california to see my family Mm -hmm. um he'll you know he's got a guy's trip i've got a girl's trip like whatever it might be so with Gus especially, and now with a human baby <laughs> on the way, um, it's going to be extra important that we know when each other is planning these things because we can't both be gone at the same time. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that kind of checking in and, and making sure that everything makes sense, right? It has to make sense for the family. Exactly. So he would put any trips or speaking engagements or whatever he has to do and you would do the same or you know whether you decide like okay normally we go and see one fam- one side of the family at this time then we see the other side of the family at this time so by putting all of those in and then combining them bringing them together you see where there's overlap where there's conflict and you can look back and say well okay maybe we can move that down a few weeks so that right. yeah, you get to you know have the calendar. Take it on in advance and not be like scrambling at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I promised, you know, our family that we would, you know, arrive by this date. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <yeah>. possible. <laughs> Avoid the marital, marital spats. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess the final strategy when you are sitting down to do this is, and you've committed to doing this, is to stick with it. You know, like, of course, Mm -hmm. people are probably thinking, well, plans change, things happen, life happens, something comes up and sure. And that's why I think the the idea is to get it to about 75 percent so that you allow for, for room to change. But again, the intention here is that by by preloading all of these events and things that are important to you, it allows you then to say no to things that come up that maybe aren't a hell yes. So if something Mm. does come up and it's like, do we want to do this? Do I want to do this? Do I want to go on this trip? Or do I want to say yes to this commitment, this request? Well, if it's a hell yeah, sure. And you've got, you know, wiggle room there to, to make those changes. If it's not so compelling, then why say yes to it? You've already outlined the things that are important to you, the the commitments that you don't want to fall short on they're already there. So you can stick to it. Well, and I think as important as seeing the time that you do have committed to things that you do want to do is that shows you 
the open time that you have. And a lot of the times, like I'm looking for that open time, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love, especially the big stuff, like the things that are important to me, the things I want to commit to the trips, the events, like all this great stuff. I'm happy to commit to those things and block them off. Mm -hmm. But I also want to know that my year isn't just like this, you know, complete back to back to back to back to back to back to back (laughs) marathon of like never having a timeout. So I think, you know, seeing your open spaces and making sure that you do have time to recuperate, to recover in between stuff is really important too. And then to your point, you know, when these opportunities come along and you're like, uh, you know, there are some opportunities that I have wanted to say yes to, but if I see that I have something right before it and right after it, and to your point about, you know, like linking up trips and stuff, I can't go from the West coast to the East coast back to the West coast. Well, I could, but I don't want to. So Mm -hmm. that would be like a huge considerable. And thanks to this preloaded year, I would be able to very quickly see that and note that. So it wouldn't be, oh my gosh, okay, let me try and figure out if I can do this or not. And there's always going to be something missed if you don't have it out, right? So yeah, wow. Okay, I'm just like, I love this idea so much. I, I see so I, I just see would. so many benefits. <laughs> I knew you would. And no, honestly, it's super helpful and I think this is why we're quite passionate about it. And I'm I'm not sure if I f- forgot to mention it at, at the beginning, but you know, those mission critical things or things that you don't want to miss like that you don't miss, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings that are coming up. The idea is that you get all of that you know, you resource all of those things that are coming up, all of those events before you sit down to do this. Because I remember, so one year when we weren't doing, we hadn't started this, um, it was actually before we had, we had just joined SAS Academy and we were going to our first SAS Academy event in Toronto. So from Sydney to Toronto, it was about a 22 hour travel. That's a track. <laughs> it was such a track. It was such a track, but we were so excited because we just joined SAS Academy. We wanted to go to that first event. And so we did it. We went to Toronto. It was a very quick turnaround though. And we also scheduled, had scheduled at that time, our very first team retreat, which was in Bali, Indonesia. Oh my goodness. I remember this. And it was exhausting because we had those two trips smashed together too close and we didn't really allow for thankfully we would those two things were so exciting for us it was our first SAS Academy event it was our first team retreat so I think the adrenaline and the energy really fueled us but I remember yeah. when we those th- when the retreat was over it was like okay next time we don't do that kind of back-to-back travel and so uh, honestly when when it came around to the second team retreat we were able to time it with a wedding that was happening in the same location. I love it when that like works out and when you find it's like completing a puzzle. Like when you put that last piece in there and you're like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of puzzle, if we go back to the color coding, that was a really great suggestion to color code these different buckets, events, commitments. So what did we say? We could say holidays are one color, work commitments Mm -hmm. are one color, mission critical business uh, launches. uh, All those events can be one color birthdays, anniversaries, those can be another color. And I think, or any, say you do, you've got a 
professional development or personal development, a course that you want to take, that can be another color. And so what I think what's great about that is then you are able, because this is all on one page, remember, you've got the entire year on one page, you can zoom back and look at like, okay, well, what's the spread of my work and family and mm. personal, you know, is there, an, is it, yeah. does it look balanced? And, and of course, that's going to be up to you how balanced you want it to be. You might be okay one year to be more focused on your career versus something else. But yeah. I think it allows you to do that by, by color coding. Mm, that's a great one. Yeah, I love that. Or like you said too, with where there's no color, there's white space. It means like, okay, you can see how much have you set yourself up for, whether it's back-to-back travel, whether it's intense event followed by another intense event with another intense event following that so that you don't even manage to come up for air. You can see that and kind of manage your energy throughout the Mm. year, really. Yeah. You know what I found interesting because I, I have kind of like started tinkering around uh, with the template that you shared with me and looking into 2024. And I, I started by doing it for the last couple months of this year. Mm-hmm. And we have, so, we have visitors coming and we have visitors that are overlapping one another. So of course, in my mind, I'm like, uh Oh, how do I color code overlapping visitors? <laughs> but uh. more importantly, what it kind of brought up for me is like, oh, there's going to be a period of time where we have both families here, where we're going to have a new baby, where, you know, it it allowed me to see multiple different things happening at the same time. And then I was able to kind of start thinking about, well, what is that going to look like? Mm. And how can we best manage that? So just kind of like a random example of how filling this in, even for the last couple months Mm -hmm. of the year, has already been so helpful for me because before I knew that both of our families were coming, I hadn't considered like that overlapping period. So Ah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can prepare then um, and manage your energy because it is, it's going to be a lot for you to have both families visiting at the same time. But if you, if you're good with that, you've prepared, you've planned it, you've seen that it's, it's not going to kind of take you by surprise mm-hmm. when it's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, a couple other things. Cause one of the questions that I had for you is mm-hmm. if you had added any of your own kind of flavor to this, like, were there things that you hadn't learned through being introduced to this that you found really helpful just in setting up your preloaded year? I think we've, we've pretty much adopted it the way, um, you know, we learned about it from Dan, as I shared, as I shared mm-hmm. today. Um, but what it really did, I think for, for me and Omar, especially cause we're co-founders, we're running this business together. We're husband and wife, you know, a lot of our focus and attention goes to the business and business mission, critical stuff, business critical stuff, but this allowed us. And I think the concept is, and when you look at, like you said, at the very top high performers, people who live very high quality, highly integrated lives, like what what are they doing differently? They're stepping back and they're going, what's really important to me? Do I get to the end of the year? And we're so burnt out because we haven't taken a vacation together. We haven't had, you know, X amount of date nights. We haven't spent the time, quality time together. Is that how the year ends? Or do you preload your year and say, we need to take vacations 
or you know time off regular intervals or at certain intervals so that we don't burn out so our relationship continues to thrive and all of that and that was really a bit of a mindset shift right like you're not putting yourselves first but in essence you're looking at like what are the things that are really important to us and how do we ensure that we make those happen and they don't happen by accident right and i think this is i love that yeah That's so important. I mean, what you're talking about is really like the difference between two very drastically different years. Mm -hmm. And and this is something that you can control, like you can influence this, you can be intentional about this. And that's what I just really love about this whole idea of the preloaded year. Especially because, look, you don't have to necessarily have your entire year planned out before it starts, right? That's quite unrealistic. Like, we're not saying that you should be able to sit down in one sitting and through December of next year be able to plot out everything that's (laughs) going to happen in your year. Like, that's not the point and that's not the goal. So you're, you're, you're putting in there what you know now, also knowing that throughout the year, you get to add to it as well. And, but that's the beauty of when you're adding to it, you're adding to it with so much knowledge about what else you have going on, what else you, you've already committed to, where do you have that empty space and so on. Right. Or, you know, imagine like families with kids on school holidays, being able to look at the year and say, okay, there's X amount of school holidays, this many weeks. When do we take a trip? When do we not take a trip? Setting up those expectations, looking at the Mm -hmm. year and say, we're definitely going to need a family vacation at this point of the year. (laughs) Um, And you'll be able to see that. Or, you know, mum's running a, a, a half marathon or dad wants to do this marathon at this time of the year. Maybe we can see dad run the marathon and also tack on, you know, a week in in that city as well as as the family trip so i think there's lots of applications to this to ensure that yeah you're kind of communicating as well with whether it's your family or people who are important and close to you in your life so that there's there's those expectations that promises promises are met you know expectations are set you don't disappoint people because you're able to communicate we're not taking a trip at that time or can't commit to that because I've got this happening. And you can do that by laying this out ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Nicole, one last thing I wanted to mention before we close out today, this has been a fantastic conversation, IMO. Thank you so much for sharing the preloaded year and all of these tips and the different steps that we can take to approach this for the first time. Uh, The tips that you gave are awesome. I love the color coding. I love this visual representation of the year. And like, as I was kind of working through this, like I said, I filled in for the last couple months of the year, and I'm very excited to do it for next year. It kind of reminded me that for probably like the first, I don't know, I would say like six or seven years of becoming an entrepreneur, I used to buy one of those huge at a glance calendars Mm -hmm. that you can like, uh, write on and, but you can wipe it off. You, you know, it's kind of like a whiteboard almost. They're on the, and it's like a wall planner, right? You yes. fix it to a wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the entire year in mm-hmm. one thing. And I found it so helpful to have that. And I would cross through weeks and put like, you know, at podcast movement, um, traveling to California. And I just remember, that visual being so huge for me. Cause like you said, anytime somebody asked me like, can you do this or are you available or what about this month? I could very, all I had to do was look over at the wall and, mm-hmm. and it was a very easy yes or no. Right. 
So for anyone who's like not down with the Google spreadsheets or who maybe is, has like something against Excel for whatever reason, (laughs) (laughs) I, I just thought that maybe that would be another way that somebody could still accomplish something like this. But if they like kind of having more of a written physical something like in their space, right? Absolutely too. And especially too, in maybe a family context as well. So everyone can, it can be that shared mm. calendar that's, yes. that's visual for, for everyone. So the kids don't nag um, to go away <laughs> when there's something very clearly happening <laughs> the weekend they want to go go on a trip or something just look at the calendar kids <laughs> so definitely yeah definitely i think that's great definitely i think you can buy those online for sure mm-hmm. the physical yeah wall calendar yeah okay and i know you already gave a shout out to will wang for the um template that he shared with you that you very kindly shared with me will thank you and thanks to dan and Taki and dale and everyone who came before us with these <laughs> fantastic ideas that we get to share I know we're coming up on a new year now. I think this is a perfect time to do this. But really, again, you could do this any time of year. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I started filling in the last couple months of the year just now, and it has already been incredibly helpful. So we're going to link up in the description that template Mm -hmm. and you check it out, download it, make a copy of it, see if this will work for you. If not, you go on Amazon, you get a big year at a glance, or you go to Target or Walgreens or whatever local store will carry this for you. And I'm so excited for people to check this out and implement this. I just, I know it's going to be a huge game changer for me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy. I really am. I'm very passionate about this this concept, this idea, and I hope our friends um, will give it a go and have an amazing 2024 as a result. Yes. All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on the preloaded year, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Yay. Oh, I didn't hear you say. Did you say until next time? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I really do have afternoon brain today. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Sorry. Until next time.